Sunday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. There are two on Saturday, excuse me. Then the rest are on Sunday. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other th- thing that's been wild with the uh, Steelers schedule is that it, there have been multiple uh, Saturday games in a row now, I think. I think it's the third consecutive Saturday game for oh, them. Wow. Yeah, I, it, it, it's funny what TV rights have uh, done to pretty much everything uh, these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not exactly TV rights, but if you want to get into wrestling, we, you know. We yeah, I finally about... hit record, so. No, it's fine. <laughs> Let, let's I mean, get at it. <laughs> we, uh, you know, I sent you that thing about uh, Money in the Bank. No. Oh. On my end, too, to make sure that I say anything about money in the bank. And, like, uh, there's a press release. I think they have five of their premium live events are international. Because you got. Oh. Wait. Backlash is Paris, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. It's so a money bank will be Toronto. Elimination Chamber is Perth, which is Australia, right? Correct. Um,. One of Saudi shows. Yeah, well, Bash in Berlin is it, that's a separate pay per view and not one right. in canon. So, right. Well, at least not yet, I guess. But uh, oh, was there one in England? I know there was. The Money Bank was England last year, right? Uh, yeah, England is getting yeah. skipped this year. Like, okay. it, it it looks like they might have a rotating country schedule uh, moving. I, I, I or I, I, I should say I would not be surprised if that's what ends up happening. Yeah. But I mean that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean I know none of the big ones have been anywhere else yet. Well, some are only you know recent. But that's got to be coming, right? I mean that this seems to be the effect of Endeavor, or maybe even Triple H. What the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, technical difficulties. Uh, it's always fun. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, it does... Off, so. <laughs> it does seem like a concerted effort on the WWE's part to be more international. Alright, sorry about that. I have, no idea what, I have no idea what the hell that was. So... <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I wonder if that is like a direct, um, like a direct um, influence of Endeavor. You know, Endeavor taking over this TKO thing. It was Triple H's idea. I mean, after I mean, after the the smashing success of the ones they've had. I mean, we even talked about you know Porter. Uh, Puerto Rico. I mean, I know it's not international technically, but and then England with Money in the Bank. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Clash of the Castle. I mean, one, they're good shows, which helps. Oh. It helps you know build your uh, audience, you know, loyalty. But then also, I mean, just the atmosphere, something new to look at, because other places have like different looking arenas, different setups. You know, different ways to present the show. Uh, yeah. So it's, and then I guess they're getting, you know, they're getting these places to give them money for coming there, which is even yeah. crazier. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of money changing hands for these uh, professional wrestling events. That is for sure. Yeah. Apparently, the cities not make a lot too, so it's. I guess it's in the wash. I don't know. In the wash? What, is that what they call it? it? It's like in the. Or it washes, washes out. Oh, it all evens out. Guess? Yeah, the expenditure of getting it there uh, and it is uh, counterbalanced by the by the That's income from the from the travelers. I, that yeah. is the only thing, I guess, for me. Uh, I do kind of wonder, in some ways, if uh, like the WrestleMania audience will not be quite as international, knowing that you know one might be coming to you. And it's just a lot easier to travel that way. I think with a two-day event, and I still think it's going to be pretty, pretty – I mean, WrestleMania is the event. So I think that's still – like, you're not going to get – which we can talk about in a second. You're not going to get the biggest matches, I guess, at a backlash of Money in the Bank. Maybe Money in the Bank, but, you know, something like that. You're not going to get one thing. Like, uh, I don't know, Cody and Roman for the title, you know? That's going to be a WrestleMania match, I guess. And right now, I have no idea, which is very refreshing, which <laughs> way they're going with things, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Chris and I, it's, it, it, it's hard not to cover The Rock coming back to professional wrestling. And I guess not directly challenging someone but you know pretty directly challenging someone yeah and it's like and this i mean i guess this is part of the business model like it can be tied in like wrestlemania because that seems to be and i'm not sure what you guys said but that seems to be a wrestlemania match like this isn't rock goldberg at you know backlash before wrestlemania remember that Oh, yeah. You know, that should have been a WrestleMania match. But instead, they had only a secondary pay-per-view. Well, this, I mean, Rock and Roman Reigns, that's got to be. I'm not not even discounting the big four, but that's got to be a WrestleMania match. uh, And that's the one part, I guess, with the Rock that, obviously throws it into question is what is his schedule you know like is he actually free for i think you're right it it's definitely has wrestlemania written all over it but what does his schedule have written all over it i because chris and i both talked about it and uh i i don't don't mind going back to the well again uh the rock definitely needs to get into uh ring shape uh the man is uh currently ginormous and uh, looked blown up after all those spots with Jinder Mahal. Well, they said there's nothing quite like ring shape. You can <laughs> run, you can do cardio, you can do all that stuff. And I, looking at The Rock, I don't see him as a cardio monster right now. So, monster, absolutely. <laughs> cardio, I don't know. I mean, you know, you've got those guys that can look like that and have... You know, wheels, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, 
you can definitely tell how much bigger he is now than when he was in professional wrestling. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. But yeah. Like I actually thought this was a very good week for wrestling. Um Raw was really good. NXT I thought was pretty good. Goofy as hell in places, but whatever. Oh, that is, that that's it. part of why I love it. Still. Yeah, and then I yeah I got your message late. So I, didn't, I didn't know to resp- if I should respond that late or not, but um, and then I actually enjoyed AEW probably for different reasons than other people, but <sighs> end was just kind of like whatever. So it, what at the end of Dynamite? Yeah, I mean, we get to it in a sec, but... I actually, that, that's kind of funny, just because, like, the front end of Dynamite was, I, it was not much for me. I felt like the back end of the show, I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can handle this. All like, right. it, 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 it was a pretty uh, uneven show to me. See, okay, so basically, with The Rock and all that stuff, whatever. We're going to see, but it's like, CM Punk has his own thing. But it actually makes for an intriguing Royal Rumble. Uh, oh, yeah, and, to start off on that, yeah. Yeah, and you can have Rock in the Rumble if you want, I guess. Or you just have Roman go, it's my time, I already beat John Cena, I'm going to beat you. I'll beat Hulk Hogan if he wants to. Like, he can just do stuff like that, it'd be hilarious. Anyways... So, I mean, that's really all where all that's going out. And it's like, and all he did was one line. Like, okay, first off, what the, I, Listen, I'm not a Jinder Mahal fan, per se. But, God damn. Like, I know this is old. His story was awesome. He was a goof in 3MB. He, he leaves, come back. He is ripped. He wins the WWE title, beating Randy Orton, holds it for a while, and it disappears. And it's like, we talked about this a long time ago. His story was good. He overcame the odds. He was like the first guy to overcome the odds. More than Drew McIntyre, more than Cody, more than, I mean, he was a nobody. And, uh, yeah, his uh, ethnicity is certainly not a help in this equation that we're talking about. He's fucking from Canada. <laughs> it's like, this always drives me crazy. Like, uh, yes, I, I mean, I am uh, aware of that fact. But, uh, yeah, there might be some people that are not. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still, it's... Uh, I, I do not think that that's going to help uh, help him yeah. rise to the top of the WWE uh, with a yeah. gentleman who has used every ethnicity stereotypically from you know <laughs> the 1980s at the at the at the latest at the latest. It's it has been diversity and inclusion, just in a different manner. <laughs> all it is people just people just don't like it that's all but well no it's but then like he comes back and then he's doing this bullshit you don't like because of the way i talk and i mean we even said back then no it's because you're an asshole like 
you act like a jerk. And then you no. blame it on something else, which is like, you know, it's, he's the heel. So, of course, it's what it's going to be like. And then here we are, what, five years later? Who the hell knows when he won that title and did all that stuff? Uh, it, it, it's longer ago than I want to re- want to actually look up right now. Yeah. And Rock comes out and says everything we were saying. I'm like, are we, are we really doing this? <laughs> I just I just couldn't believe it. So, anyways, just like, all right, man, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't like any of the Jinder Mahal stuff. I just thought it was stupid. Uh, was well, I, to me, that's one of those ones where I was. And Chris and I didn't talk about this part. The Rock's act is the Rock's act, and you can tell that it's dated. You know, like, I didn't even realize it was the one thing that Chris mentioned that's sticking out to me, which is another thing where I don't remember when The Rock stopped being in the WWE. I'm going to guess that it, offhand that it's the early 2000s. That That's a long time for trying to use the same gimmick when you come back 20 years later. I... That was part of the reason I didn't like it. It's just like, okay. Like, this is with, I mean, this is the rock shtick, but, poof. Yeah. If it, it, like, because the rock seemed cutting edge at the time, I think that's one of the reasons why I think that it feels um, jarring to me. Like, I almost feel like it's just like, hey, rock, shouldn't you recognize maybe that you need to? at least do a little bit of update to this whole thing. And I I did kind of laugh that he forgot about the... Uh, I mean, he made the Baywatch joke, baited in Jinder Mahal, and then uh, forgot his own line and had to get Jinder to repeat himself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of got... I'm like, oh, well, he's out of practice with this... Uh, Ad living stuff here now too. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the whole. I, mean, I know what the whole thing was supposed to be for. It's like whatever. Like, do we really need to get the rock on? Like, do you really need to get the people on rock side? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, that segment was gonna be ten minutes, just with him coming out, the crowd going bonkers. Have him go around all four corners, have him do all the kids signing and whatnot that he did anyway. Uh, and yeah, you got a 10 minute segment and gender mauled because I, I guess that I feel bad. Like that's one where I understand that there's some prestige in getting, you know, browbeaten by the rock. It also doesn't seem like something gender Mahal needs right now. Last we saw, he was a manager. Which they specifically mentioned. Uh, Corey, not Corey Graves, Michael Cole uh, definitely mentioned that. Yeah. It's like, just where like. Where is voice at? Like, hey. uh, yeah, that part was kind of weird too. Yeah. So, but it's just like. And it's not a good uh, advertisement for them that your boss just got clowned. No. And. It's like, they never really seem to have any idea what to do with them anyway, so... Uh, yeah, that's one where I, I guess I'm still a little bit surprised that uh, 
Triple H has uh, turned it into that. Well, I mean, he may sign people, but you know, he's still going to have all like you know his people too. So uh, surprised by that. Yeah, I guess maybe Jinder was actually one of Vince's guys. That's a weird statement to yeah speak out loud. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just fun. It was just funny. All this hype was over one line. And you could kind of hear the crowd building up to the anticipation of, you know, should I sit at a table, should I sit at a booth, should I sit at a bar, or... And it's like, oh, you can see how it was, like, kind of rumbling, but... I mean, it was, it yeah, was, it was I, I felt like people were a little confused, uh, maybe, on the first one, and then he goes to the second one, it's just like, yeah, if you don't know where this is going, guys, like, I, uh, I got nothing for yep. you. Yeah, so, but it's a fun time. I mean, especially, you know, Seth beating Drew McIntyre again. Um, the, okay, so, I know we gotta get to that stuff, but this, like, I, I don't want to say ascension, but this addition or, I don't know, utilization of our truth <laughs> It's just something to behold. Because it really does make you... If you're not asking why, I mean, that's... It's the only thing. Like, wait, why? I, I guess Triple H must love him? Or Creative loves him? I don't know. But it's it's just crazy. He's gone... He was in NXT fighting Grayson Waller because there was nothing for him after the 24-7 stuff. He's gone appears on a Ruffles commercial, and now he's taking on the mid-card part of their biggest heel act. Why? Because he is. Like, uh, Yeah, I don't know. R-Truth, uh, the man's amazing. Like, I, He makes great professional wrestling TV. I mean, that's the only thing that I can say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I, I, it, it is what, because I mean, and it makes sense, like the spot that he's in, like you said, like he's not the one taking on uh, Damian Priest or Finn Balor. Right. Uh, so he's got the, the other guys, to J.D. McDonough and uh, and Dominic to work with, which, you know, it, that, that makes a lot of sense. Although, hold on, isn't it, is Damian Priest... Which one? Who's in the tag team match? Because isn't one of the important people in the tag team match? What tag team match? Uh. Oh, hold on. Did they do a tag team match on Raw? Son of a no, bitch. They were not. Right? Because Damian Priest and Finn are still the tag champs. Uh, wasn't R Truth and The Miz supposed to take on uh, two of them? Yeah, they took on Dom and uh, oh, well, and JD. Dom and JD. So you're getting confused because JD is not part of the Judgment Day, but he was in the match. <laughs> Which that's another thing that would never would have happened under Vince's creative. It would have just been forgotten about. Uh, I mean, they were referencing the past, but they were also, um, you know, following up on on like storylines and angles that you know kind of silly but 
Yeah, J.D. McDonough is supposed to be out on Judgment Day. And then my favorite part of the whole show is, oh, you want to be in Judgment Day? Hit him. In truth, does the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair. It messes it up, of course. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Like, I understand for entertainment value, but it's it's just like there was no build-up to this. At least Sami Zayn interacting with the bloodline you know he had been a featured player and done some other goofy stuff truth was just hurt and gone so uh well and yeah I'm not complaining this, none of this is a complaint so <laughs> yeah but i i mean it it would have been hard to foresee this oh yeah you know like it was great that they got him back. I am still fairly shocked that uh, this is the situation we find ourselves in. Yeah. Now like, we're going to do it, but what other funny wrestlers do they have? Noam Dar. No. But, you know, he's NXT. He doesn't have the cred or the, uh, you know, the pull, I guess, if you will, with the crowd to get stuff over. Oh. Yeah, um maybe Tazawa is getting there. Maybe. Cuz I'm not sure like you don't really in some ways Gable could be on the list. Uh, but they do enough presenting of him is uh, is serious that think those days are ending a little bit. Um, maybe I'm trying to think of any other real comedy spots per se. I mean, there's Otis, but even then, like our truth has just been straight comedy act ever since you know the Amazing Truth or Awesome Truth. It's been kind of a, a joke ever since. To his credit, because he doesn't have to wrestle a lot, and he gets paid. So, you know, <laughs> without, without getting hurt, you know, you know, he just come back from injury. So, uh, just, well, just something. That, 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 that was still a weird situation that he was in. He's just like, hey, yeah, I really need to show off. I'm going to do a flip dive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, man, no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you, you, sir, uh, Mister Truth, uh, you have nothing left to prove. You uh, yeah. are an all-time legend here uh, in the WWE, so we can we can just leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment too. <laughs> that's a first. If you want to do this Hall of Fame stuff, easy first ballot Hall of Famer. Whenever he, whenever he wants to hang it up. So, with some of the other people that are in there. So, plus, you know, he's been in some pretty memorable stuff. So, <laughs> but I guess you want to start with AEW? Or do you want to start <laughs> AEW, we just talked about The Rock for Lord only knows how long. Yeah, well, so <laughs> you said the, so the opening segment didn't do it for you? <sighs> There's just a lot wrong. It's... This one is hard to blame on AEW in some ways. 
because they couldn't have predicted uh, the level of injuries that they are uh, currently dealing with is something else. Uh, you know, when they started this whole devil situation, I'm going to guess that they assumed that MJF was going to be champion for a while longer. Well, okay. Just throwing it out there. Okay, no, I don't know. No one seems to know. He kept saying his contract was up in 2024. MJF did. Oh. So then the rumor came out that he re-signed. All this stuff. They needed some somebody, somehow, was going to have to take that title away from him just based off that. So are you, are you saying, like, the devil shit was, was supposed to have been revealed earlier than this? Uh, later. Like, I, he didn't, the devil didn't really cost him the match. That's, ex- well, that's exactly the strange thing. Yeah, it was clean. But the thing is, you could also say the devil setting him up, you know, helping Joe beat him down and weaken him or whatever. You know? Like, Adam Cole's, Adam Cole's promo was good, but it didn't really explain a plan. A, yes. It was like, we're going to tear him down, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. It's like, okay. Like, it wasn't... I know this is kind of a stupid example, but it's the first one that came to mind. It was when, like, Eric Bischoff and Hogan took over TNA from Dixie Carter with the whole Aces and Eights thing. Oh, uh-huh. They actually took an entire episode of Impact and explained it. It was told through flashbacks, all this, because, you know, in story, they took over the show from her. Oh, right. The company. Well, I'm not asking for something like that, but there should have been something explaining it. Like, yeah, do you really think I want to do all these dumb things with him? And, yeah, my plan backfired in England. And I got weak or something. And then it was like, yeah, you know what? I was Roddy was right. And right then, honestly, right then, Roderick Strong should have dropped that whole stupid yelling thing and shaved his mustache. <laughs> it was all supposed to be subterfuge. Bennett and Taven are acting like morons. Roddy's acting like an idiot yelling. So... It wasn't an act that they're just three goofballs now and they're the henchmen like uh okay but Taven and Bennett acted different they acted kind of cocky where Roddy acted the exact same no it's like okay but yeah I just wanted some more explanation like details of, of his master plan you know uh well yeah I mean there there's that part of it um I don't understand what's in it for Wardlow nothing did you I did you see the way he reacted I when when Cole's like I he'll he'll uh forfeit that title when it's time he's like yeah sure I will <laughs> and it's like they they make a habit of saying they see things on TV so I mean but like storyline whatever and then yeah He's just a henchman again. Yeah, it's just like, hold on, you just, they spent, I don't know how much time talking about how he didn't like working for MJF and he was always going to be his own man, yada yada, revenge was coming for MJF and 
A, again, not to put too fine of a point on it, they did not cost him the championship. Uh, B, like, I, you didn't get any revenge on MJF now. Like, at all. And then you're falling under the same problem that you're, like, literally just complaining about on TV in these video vignettes. And that's why they needed some, like, Wardlow didn't even say anything. Well, Taven and Bennett didn't either. But it's like, this... I I like the fact, and this was kind of my thing with all of AEW this week. They established people again. Like, here are these people. Here are these people. Like, oh. kind of got an idea of who they're going with. Cool. So, that's why I kind of liked it. This part, they kind of established, right? This is the Undisputed Kingdom. Yeah. Taven and Bennett, who are your Ring of Honor tag team champions. Ugh. <laughs> Please, stop. Send Ring of Honor to Ring of Honor already. Like, enough of this. Because your own goddamn tag team champions don't appear on your flagship show. Yep, don't know what to uh, don't know what to say there. Yep, I'm not going to Collision Saturday. I just, I just don't like it. <laughs> so, I listen. I do like. I do. I am intrigued by Buddy Matthews and uh, uh, Malachi Black versus FTR. I mean that that should be good. Um, I, I I don't care about Sting and Darby Allen being there. Darby, sure that'd be fine, but you know. He was just a punching bag again, which is, you know, he doesn't have to win all the time, but goddamn. <laughs> and I don't care how many uh, times you have to catch to do cool moves. He's boring. Uh, He's I, boring. That was my favorite match of his. I'll say that much. I think that was one of the... Was that one? Oh, yeah, they were on the early half of the show. That yes. was uh, one of my... Uh, well... I don't, I, of course, I don't know how many times we've said it on the podcast. The actual wrestling in AEW is not typically the problem. No. But I, I just, I think he's just boring. Aesthetically, he's boring. Um, and I think in this case, a lack of English is not helping his case. Because, like, anytime Don Callis is involved, it's just a straight, like, he's the... Takesha doesn't have a lot of charisma anyways. And you put Don Callis out there, and it's like, okay, well. His 10% has now gone down to 5. So, I love I like, I love when Chris was like, yep. There, there goes anybody's... <laughs> Damn, I forgot what he said. It was about, like, whenever Don Callis is... Oh, just getting his people over to the middle. Like, just keeping them in the middle. So... Uh, it, it, it is a weird effect that he has. He uh, is good at being able to keep people on TV, but they don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. it was nice to see Will Hobbs on TV standing there not saying anything again. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is his year, Jeremy. This... I, don't, I don't care about Kyle Fletcher because, again, he's a Ring of Honor guy. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Oh, and at least Adam Cole's laid out the vision for his group 
And it's also very hard to be a oh. badass when you're hobbling around. Well, and that that was the last part of uh, before we fully move on from them. Adam Cole not being able to do anything for a significant amount of time is a real problem. You know, and I I guess that's why I think that the MJF issue almost forced them to reveal the devil too soon and they wanted it to last through um you know whatever cole's injury was yeah and i don't know because i mean i know that we kind of sidebarred into the whole mjf might leave thing but i don't know i think that it's a work and i'm with you (laughs) so just like his body couldn't take it and this and this it's like alright they kept naming they kept talking about him too much for him to actually be gone you know they're taking him off the roster page now all this uh, like, yeah the, the, that's the one that I'm just like okay I know what you jokers are doing Yeah, but it's also AEW they don't have like some of their own wrestlers on the website so <laughs> take that for what it is but yeah so I like the fact that it established something something they've been far far lacking and then the same thing happened later Um, you had Orange Cassidy who I said one of the top wrestlers last year the crowd's not exactly hot for him anymore that was kind of disappointing when he was when he was champion running around the first time, the crowds went nuts when he came out. It was kind of subdued. To the point where they were chanting for Darius and the crowd had to like try and get a, a freshly squeeze chant going. Usually that's all that was going on. No. But I like they reestablished Orange Cassidy again. Hey, here's your international champion. What that means, don't worry about it. That's what he is. And then you know, uh, Top flights back together. Why is Action Andretti doing the water thing? Did I miss something? Uh, well, that was the, in some ways, the only thing that uh, I was just annoyed by is that I feel like they change roles too much with these guys, and it's just like, hold on, you just brought back Action Andretti and the uh, the other brother, and now you're having them wrestle in singles matches. Exactly. So yes. I mean, I, like, I'm I'm agreeing with your point, but then it's just like there were so many of these things that were detractions to me at the same time that I had because I did see a couple people like, oh, I really love this episode. I'm like, man, there are just these things that are really bugging me that are making me not like this episode as much as you. Right, and I'm not saying you're wrong either because. <laughs> Okay, another thing like this. And then what I liked was private parties back. Finally. I didn't realize Mark Quinn had been gone since 2022. Uh, I it He missed almost an entire year with a shoulder injury. I, it was so long. Like, I, I couldn't believe that um, Zay was still in the Hardy Foundation, Jigga... 
blue whatever faction with the Falcones and the who else with Andrade family business. How many groups was he in? I don't know. I kind of lost track at 12. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree with their point that the, the tag team division needs some love again. Uh, quite, yes. quite frankly, cause it's just like, oof, this division yes. is, it, yeah, it has not been good for a while. Um, right. well, I also, uh, we also skipped over another thing. Jay White comes out with the ass boys. No. Apparently faces now. I don't know. Then, for the first time in who knows how long, their hottest tag team act that used to, well, I'm sorry, let me back up, who used to be the hottest tag team act they've ever had, the acclaim come out. And I was like, oh my god, they're actually on TV? Like, Wednesday night? Uh, so, yeah. yeah and, and they, like, they, they have been pushed to collision more more times than not. Yeah, their collision was hitting, like, being too successful. They, they The second they lost those titles and didn't win them right back, holy shit. Anyways. Yep. But Off they've the established cliff. it. So you've got the Ass Boys back. Hey, whether you like them or not, at least there's a team. The acclaimed private party, Top Flight. Uh, well, yeah, I guess if know. Top Flight's done being a trios now? I, I don't know. But at least it's another tag team. Yeah. You know, because whoever the tag team champions are, are going to need somebody to fight. And when they started this company, they said they were going to make sure tag team wrestling was featured. Wait, who are the trios champions, by the way? Uh, the Acclaim and Daddy Ass still, right? I legitimately don't know. Uh, I'm going to need to go to AEW's roster to... Um... Yeah, also, who cares? Get rid of it. <laughs> I mean... Well, unfortunately, that is not happening. And part of, uh, you know, still a part of an ongoing problem. Well, I guess I could have looked for it on Wiki. Uh, yeah, uh, claimed and uh, Mr. Ass. Trio's champions. I mean, I guess it was smart they didn't have their belts with them, but, no. Yeah, it didn't seem like the eight champions. Oh, then now we got a continental champion who's also the never-open-weight champion still? Uh, and Ring of Honor uh, heavyweight champion. champion. Yeah. Ship him back to Ring of Honor, too. And I don't mean that lightly because... Eddie Kington's become like the everyman wrestler everyone loves. I mean, he's grown on me quite a bit, and I, I liked him before. But it's just like, they all right, that's one thing they have to do, and it has to be done soon. Separate that shit out and be like, hey, you want to see Ring of Honor? You want to see these guys? This is where they're at. You, you have to make that separation of business. But they won't. I'm wasting my time. But <laughs> so you have that. Then you've got, as much as I don't care, they tried to establish Takeshita as like you know he's the guy. Um, 
what else was on this? Like, there were just certain things that they were doing to establish people. And, you know, sw- that Hangman Page is back. They're like, oh, all right, he's a badass now. All right, here we go. Which I thought was funny. He shows up 15 minutes before the show's ending. Oh. That he wants to pick a fight. Like, could they have at least done something like, hey, earlier in the day? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty random, it it seemed random that you needed to interview a guy who was going to have a microphone for 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, not quite sure why that needed to happen. I guess because they needed to have Adam Cole, or Adam Cole, Adam Page berate someone. Yeah, I guess that was not a strong part of... Well, berating someone also, like the whole Christian thing, I mean, they're really building up the Luchasaurus turn finally. I mean... Uh, are they? I I'm, I mean, you kind of have to, right? Like you can't... He just gave him the title shot again. Like, what, what revenge are you going to get? Like, you just gave away your revenge. By turning on him and... Beating him up for a title. Somehow. There's got to be something. You can't keep doing this to someone. Or, or, or God, this won't work, by the way. Unless they have Jungle Boy come back to try and, like, save him. So you'd have Christian and the new, the new his son, Nick Wayne, versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus again. Oh, my God. That won't work, by the way. But... I could see that as a possibility. I I don't like it, but uh, it seems like the best of a lot of bad choices. Yeah. But, like, the Christian stuff was fine. It does establish him as, like, just this giant ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 Christian's been on this weird island where he's been very uh, kind of unaffected by... By the shenanigans. The only problem that I have with him is that essentially I forget that there's a TNT champion. Yes. yes like sure. it's it, it's the weirdest thing. I understand that he's on TV and he kind of talks about it, but again, like anyone that gets sucked into the Adam Copeland slash Edge uh, pool, just I'm, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem like a championship needs to be involved in whatever's happening. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. But, and then at the end of the show, I like Swerve Daniel Garcia. I don't see Danny Garcia as a big player. I just don't. Um, also, I... They did a fairly solid job, at least on the announcing end, of making him seem better. And they even kind of talked up a, a bit of his hot streak there at the end of the Continental Classic. Uh, they still have a lot of reestablishing to do with him from where he was, though. Yeah, and get rid of that stupid-ass dancing. Wait, that, that is a goof thing to do. It is. Yeah. So you want to be taking a serious wrestler and doing that shit... And in the middle of your match, okay, okay, unless this is going to be the story, you know, like he wanted to be an entertainer, but he's like, you know what, I'm actually a wrestler. Well, you're not with Jericho anymore, so you don't have to do that. 
that was I, I that was another one I do think that the announcers covered for fairly decent. The fact that he didn't get attacked by Swerve in that moment uh, at least established some wherewithal for him. Although, yes, he did. Huh? Yes, he did. Nana, the whole Nana and Garcia dance off. Yeah, that's how it ended. No, because Swerve tried to hit him, and then he got run oh. into the post by True. Garcia. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it wasn't even, like, he didn't even really lay a hand on him other than to turn Garcia around. Yeah, then he got his ass kicked. So, so it didn't, like, it did backfire. But I, I agree with your general point. Like, it, it's hard to take someone seriously that when they're doing something like that. You know, it... it you either want the person to be a serious wrestler or you want them to be part of a, a comedy act. And that's fine if that's the yeah. decision that you want to make and that you want to move towards, but as we've shown, it can be successful. Yeah. Yeah. So, L- look at our truth. It works. Yeah. But mm. it's like you're in the middle of your big match and you decide to do a dance off. That's stupid. Uh, Yes. And it just makes me go, this guy's not real. You know, it'd be like, all right, so Swerve is just like, you know, tough guy, you know, he's focused, he wants he wants uh, title, he wants gold, he wants this, right? And all of a sudden, in the middle of the match, he starts cutting a song. Because that's his thing. Well, no, that's stupid, and it goes against everything you're saying. And yeah, I know I'm talking about like a five-second five spot. But if you're trying to establish yourself, you're trying to show everybody, no, I am worth it, I'm this, you're not. You're still the same goofball. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, the good thing about Swerve is that he does not participate in the Nana shenanigans. Oh, no, he doesn't. And that's what makes him great. And then that stuff with him and Hangman Page at the end, let's go round three. I mean, it seems like that's what it's got to be anyways. Uh, Yeah, that's one where... If you're Adam Page, it's got to be until the death, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, as much as I definitely understand uh, that he lost in a Texas death match, I, like, he's not dead, so why would you still not be pissed at that guy? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, and I guess that's, again, that's one of those reasons why I did like the end. I'm like, okay, yeah, round three makes sense. Like, if you want to finally have the baby face get a victorious moment, although it does seem kind of weird to do that, while you're also, honestly, posing Swerve to maybe win the championship this year sometime. You know, I mean, they have yeah. really established him, and oh boy, I really hope that does not go to waste. Well, okay, I don't think it has to. Even losing, um, oh, because... losing the page doesn't cost him that, but it does kind of delay the process at least. At least, well, it doesn't have to, but yeah, you're right. Like, look at Nia Jax beating Becky Lynch. You could tell that was the plan all along. Because it knocks Becky down, and say she wins the Rumble, and she goes after Rhea, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you keep Rhea and Nia Jax separate this long, but you somehow you have to. And then 
say Becky wins at WrestleMania, you have Rhea going for, you know, get her title back. And then you have Nia Jax sitting there going, um, I just beat you clean. So, you know, not clean, she won't say clean, but, you know, I just, I beat your ass. So why, wait, what's going on here? So there, I mean, there's a way for that to happen too, especially, you know, Swerve wins the title. They don't like giving rematches. You can have Adam Page going, hey, um, I beat him. We can go round four or Swerve can just be like, I beat you twice. And it took a no disqualification with flamethrowers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that there's always that. And then also it's AEW. There's going to be some stupid-ass tournament, a battle royal. Like, there will never be a way of just establishing people based off of their wins and losses because they don't know how to do it. Uh, I, again, I guess that's at least part of the reason I like the Continental Classic. Is is that wins and losses did actually matter for that? Yeah, but, yeah, for that, yes. But as a general right. whole, no, it's yeah. it, it, it's hard to get things rolling over there. Yeah. Oh, and they actually like they started solidifying the women's group too. I wasn't sold on Mariah May. That match was pretty rough. <sighs> uh, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of like. I don't remember, what was the other lady's name, Queen? Yeah, uh, Aminata. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't sold with that match. Gianna Perrazzo's really good. So, another, she was one that I didn't understand WWE letting go, but whatever. And, or maybe she requested it. But, like, she tore it up in TNA. Um, uh, yeah, she kind of seemed like she had probably run out of things to really do in yeah. uh, TNA slash Impact. It's still one of those ones where, and I guess it's still hanging over AEW a little bit, that uh, Mercedes Monet is supposedly going to sign there. You want to hear something that no one's going to like? So what? Let her sign there. She's not going to make a bit of difference there. And the reason I'm saying this is she's not well known. She is in wrestling circles only. That's all AEW needs, dude. And and, (laughs) well, I mean, that's all they get. But like they keep saying, oh she's coming back to WWE. And I I don't have a lot of numbers just like stand up because it's impossible but did she make that big of a difference were ratings up when she was on you know was she drawing at the arenas like and i know this is a different time because it's under vince but in wrestling circles like oh where's she gonna sign where's she gonna sign well does it matter because she's gonna be one unhappy decision away from just quitting again. Regardless of the reasons why. So, I don't know. Everyone's thinking, I just keep saying, well, when's she going to show up? Where's she going to go? Where's she? Who cares? Especially in WWE, they don't need her. Uh, At all. I just, 
I still don't have any faith. Like, especially after the stu- stuff this week with Mariah May, like, I I don't have any faith in them establishing any woman. Yeah. It, honestly, like, they have her come out, wrestle one of those typical, hey, I'm debuting matches, which means, a.k.a., I am going to go 50-50 with an opponent that is beneath me for reasons that only AEW knows. Okay, so here's... All right. I don't do that. So, again, I'm not disagreeing with you. But to say that she's beneath her, I don't know who the hell Mariah May is. Well. So, (laughs) having this other lady fighter, it's like, okay. uh, I guess that's... uh, Another part of the problem is that uh, they've kind of mentioned her work in Japan, but I don't feel like they've really sold it. And the other thing that is not helping me is that she's attached to the at the hip with Tony Storm, but then Tony Storm just kind of dismisses her. Like, and it isn't even in one of those funny comedy ways. It's in one of those, I don't, I don't, I don't get this at all. Like, you're not like buddy, buddy with her. Why are you her lackey? Like, it's not paying dividends at all. Like, it took you a month to get a TV match. You know, like, Tony Storm has done nothing for her and hasn't paid her any mind. And it's, like, it's not even, like, one of those insulting Michael Cole rock backstage announcer kind of ways. You know, like, it's in, there's nothing there. Like, there's no real connection, but she's still (coughs) having to be her bag woman or whatever. And then Deanna, and then Perazzo shows up after her match. <laughs> and then punches her out. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, and then punches her out. I'm like, how, how, like, I can't take Mariah May seriously. Like, she barely won a match. Like, you know, at least the announcers have been hyping her up. She's barely won a match. Like, what, what am I supposed to think here? Like, I remember when Chelsea Green debuted in WWE and she lost. It was like, what? And then you know, she got fired, comes back, and she loses again. And I'm like, why is she back? And then they turned that into part of her character. Like, she'd lose and I'd complain. And she'd have a complaint about this, a complaint about that. And to the point where it's worked because she won the tag team titles. Yes. Uh, There's no way they're doing that with they, they can do something like that. Yeah, if they're playing that long game with Mariah May, uh, congratulations. I will apologize when that uh, when that day comes. Yeah. I don't think that day's coming ever. Yeah. I mean, they've they've brought up people and made them different, but they've also had people established that aren't anything. And I will always bring this up: where the hell is Nyla Rose? Oh. I don't know. I mean, we got... I, I'm still not sure what else happened with the women actually on the show. 
the uh, Ruby Riot Soraya, whoever the third person is now gimmick. So confused because Ruby Riot's now dressing like um, Cool Hand Ange, and everyone's okay with it. I, yeah, I even though they were just trying to keep them apart, like by any means necessary. Yeah. I don't mind like storylines like this, but I'm guessing they brought the Danny. Is it Danny O? Is that her name? Oh, uh, oh! I'll need to uh, scroll Danny through. Something. I'm guessing they're bringing her in to seduce him to get rid of him. Doing one of those old tropes. Uh, oh, I mean, I guess I would not be offended by uh, but, by that. Yeah. So, but it's it's still like Tony Storm has made something of herself, whether on for real or by accident, you know. Uh, oh yes, uh, that's she... gonna get long in the tooth too. But you know, that kind of gimmick always does. So uh, yeah, they're they're still riding it, and I don't blame them. But uh, it does have a shorter shelf life than yeah. most. Yeah, but uh, but also look at how they get someone in and then kill them. Chris Statlander was the TBS champion, running through everybody, loses it to Julia Hart. And it's like, well, there goes Chris Statlander. Like, what are we doing, man? Uh, it, yeah, that again. I don't. I I just do not have faith uh, in their uh, women's uh, division. And that's why Mercedes Monet won't make a bit of difference. Ratings ain't gonna go up. Maybe they'll sell some more T-shirts, merchandise, whatever. Nothing else. So, <sighs> yeah. Hopefully, I, I, I guess I hope that uh, Perazzo helps raise the quality of wrestling in the division, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I've hoped that with other women and it hasn't really showed up. So. Yeah, it's like, I know, I know they don't want to use Ring of Honor as like NXT, but use Ring of Honor as NXT. Yeah, so oh. you're, selling, you're selling arenas for Dynamite. Sell out smaller. Try to sell smaller places for Ring of Honor. Make it your make it your developmental brand if you want. Because let's be honest, that's what Ring of Honor turned into. Uh, oh, they, they meant it to or not. I mean, look, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Danielson, Roderick Strong, Cole, Taven, Bennett. I mean, look at all of the Ring of Honor guys and women. For for some of them. That were in Ring of Honor that are now in the other leagues. Uh, don't, don't broadcast it as you know developmental, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. definitely what it, it ended up being. Yeah, like like who's the the cowboy dude that's that showed up again in a four way match for a title shot? Oh, uh, Brian Keith. Be, yeah, I don't know if they signed him or not. Ring of Honor's ass. Um, really, everybody in that match probably should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that was kind of a. I guess I enjoyed that match a lot. It also, some of the people involved didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. No, they never do. That's why I was saying wins and losses don't matter. <laughs> so, but we should probably get to NXT. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, N- not not as uneven for me. <laughs> what a show! I, I don't know what to make of this show anymore because they blatantly lied and said Ilya Dragunov and Trick were going to have a match. Dragunov's not hurt. They knew this wasn't going to happen, and they did it anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the point of last week's uh, neck brace taking off was if this match wasn't going to happen. Or at least have, like, some sort of management response. Like, we understand he wants to fight, but we're not clearing him. You know? Like... Well, the doctors, I I mean, the doctors didn't clear him, Jeremy. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, come on. What, what more explanation do you need? Doctors did it. It's not, it's not Shawn Michaels fault. Even though it's Shawn Michaels fault. Or, Or is it Ava's fault? So she's now out of the fucking blue. Shawn Michaels' assistant Booker. What? So she can just go from being the diet, the, the dyad. The, I don't care. Uh, yep. I don't care. Um. Uh, the, well, that was one of the few things that I was just like, I. They did their best to explain it. Yeah. The problem that I have and will continue to have is that she has not appeared on screen with Shawn Michaels. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be on screen. He's like, I'm old. Like, I, yeah, but that's one of those ones where, at least with you know someone like Adam Pearce, they established that he was you know a WWE official or whatever. Yeah, yes. it, You know, even like way back at the beginning, like they made it like, hey, he has power. Like, they didn't really define it or anything, but, you know, they kind of gave him the the blessing. And I guess I just, I need Shawn Michaels on there long enough to say, yep, she's in this capacity. Yeah, just something. It's something. Like, it, even issue a tweet or something and have Vic read it out loud. Yeah. It, you know, establishing her as assistant booker or whatever title they want to give her. Uh, yeah, that that part did kind of irk me a little a little bit. Although it become pretty obvious that that's what her role was. Right. So I got to ask you a question. So what are you doing here? What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> like, but, like I've been making matches for like three weeks now. Like, what what <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> yeah, like our like our truth. I've been here the whole time, dog. <laughs> you know. I, I was in the Judgment Day the whole time. <laughs> that oh god, that would have been a great way to do it. I'm the I'm the founder. Like, okay, but oh, that'd be hilarious. He tried like now he's like he's following his uh his new childhood idol Edge. You know Edge isn't there anymore. <laughs> but but no, so like there was that. And it was like, all right, like I, I agree with you. Uh, it was nice that they tried to establish something, but it'd oh, be funny yeah. if Shawn Michaels was never actually there. And she's just been doing this, and everyone's just been listening. <laughs> and like, wait, what? Uh, oh, yeah. Then I... I'd be questioning them, like, <laughs> you didn't think the lady that was in the schism or whatever? You didn't think that something that was on TV was actually happening on your yeah. product? Yeah. 
So <laughs> yeah, I I did start to think that as we talked about it, like it'd almost be funny if she was still delusional and just granting matches and people exactly. were going along with it for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. So I was just like, I've been on vacation for the last two months. I've been out scouting. I haven't been here. What are you guys talking about? But you know, it's <sighs> it's a better role for her because. She's still learning. Let's put it that way. Uh, oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, Chris started the joke, but then I guess I really started to pay attention to the matches that she was in. And I'm like, yeah, she hasn't taken a bump at all. <laughs> like yeah. what, what the hell is going on here? Like I think, and whatever her, all of her matches with the, the schism, she ended up taking like, two bumps in eight total matches or something like that. It's just like, yeah, something does not seem right here. No. So we'll see. Um, especially with dad being back, you know, as, as, you know, want to be part of the head of the table or whatever. But yeah, no. it was, there's that, the Andrew, the chase university stuff is still like, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, that is it's so damn stupid. That's why I, I just all of the stuff uh, I love about the Chase U, because the whole Thea Hale trying to hit on someone is just you know rom com comedy stuff, and then you know you get kind of yeah you have the older wiser JC trying to guide her but still it's being very polite of you older wiser JC. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a word that started with an S in there. So. Uh, I'm not sure which S word you want to go with, but... Well, uh, it could be followed with a K or an L. Yep, <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, yeah, those, uh, those are on the list. Remember, she lives that rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that. Oh my god, that was so douchey. Uh, but I, I mean, I loved her establishing herself as like the leader of the group. Again, she just does. Uh, you know, like I, I just, I was just like, huh? She's like, no, you work on the gambling debts. It's gonna be Riley, and like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm here for this. Like, it may. Especially just in context of the story that they've been telling, it makes sense that she should be the boss. Like, he just gambled away the university. Why the fuck should he be in charge? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 like, all their, all their money for tuition as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not wrong, which is just very weird. Uh, yeah. I, 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 and, I mean, that was just kind of comedy comedy, and I think that it helps... Well, if you want to, I guess if you want someone to be a single star, I don't know if you go Redemption Story with him eventually here, and he can be the singles guy, and you can get Duke and Riley running as the Chase U tag team moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, I, I yeah. There's a lot. Of, there was that was uh, one of the the funnier things that the, that all of that combined segment there uh, with Chase U uh, made me made me laugh. Yeah. Um. The one I I try not to spoil it for you, but the one that really got me oh, 
I don't, I don't understand where this came from, but Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin's tag team, I'm like, yeah. How have we not, why haven't we tried this? Like, uh, yeah, that was one where, yeah, I love that Corbin's like, yeah, I'm an asshole. Like, I admit it. Like, I don't have a problem talking about this. Yeah. And he's just like, that's what would make us a great team. We're both assholes. Yeah. And it's just like one of those logical, like, and then, yeah, I, I guess I do enjoy the delusions of grandeur that, uh, that what's his, uh, Braun Breaker is already having about leading the group and everything. And that's where, like... <laughs> That's where, like, a healthy, goofy change is going to work. Because we haven't really talked about this, but it's like, lately, you win the NXT title, women or men. You lose it. You don't go anywhere. It's like, what else am I, what am I doing here? You know? Uh, like, developing, evidently. Yes. So having him, like, all right, he's gone from being, you know, the, the upstart face to the badass to now being, like, the delusional guy. I'm, I'm running this team. I'm this. I'm this. If they go with that, okay, adding yet another wrinkle to his character work. And then Corbin just look at him exasperated like the veteran and the rookie. Like, <laughs> there's a reason that trope still exists. Uh... So I, I didn't see it. And then as they start talking, I'm like, I totally see this. Like, oh, my God. This could be, this could be Riddle and uh, Orton. If they do it right, no. it really could be. So just a matter of like you know, wait and see. Obviously. Uh yeah yeah it it, it has that type of uh, potential. It, it it's gonna be weird if Baron Corbin is a baby face and people are cheering for him again. That that man his naturally flipped more than just about anyone I think ever in wrestling. I don't remember Baron Corbin ever being a face. Oh, when he did the, uh, when he was down on his luck, he was definitely getting cheered. No, there were people that were booing him for that. Because then he immediately, remember, then immediately he won. Uh, well, yeah. He he just started to get sympathy, and then he won and became an asshole again. Okay. Which I thought was pretty, pretty funny. Okay, yeah, because I was like, am I misremembering <laughs> this? So, no, like, he, 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 he was really getting crowd cheered for about a week, and then he re-won money and became an asshole again. And that, right, yeah, right, it did okay. not last very long. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, but, th- but also, that's kind of a fun way of doing it. Like, well, I didn't ask you to cheer for him. You just did. So, you know, you can't be mad at me for being the exact same person. Uh, remember, remember, he turned on uh, Mad Cat Moss at the time, too. And people were booing that. So. Uh, oh. Wow, what a time. <laughs> Mad Cat Moss. Yep. Multiple times he's been on the roster. Yeah. Multiple yep. times he's been let go. Ugh. Well, yeah. No, I like that. Um, what else we have? Oh, 
I never once thought Blair Davenport was going to win. So her losing didn't surprise me at all. Um, I liked the backstage interaction with her and Nikita Lyons and like Nikita Lyons explaining why she's not just going to, you know, attack her now while she's down. Because that was my first no. thought. was like, why don't you hit this bitch in the mouth? <laughs> you know, after what she did to you. So Yeah, I mean, you've still always got to give a good baby face reason for someone just not to assault them. It, at least you got to give it some time to establish the gimmick first. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, li- I actually I actually liked that. Like, no sarcasm or anything. I thought that was really good. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of... I had kind of forgotten, honestly, that uh, the contract for the NXT Breakout Star was basically a Money in the Bank contract. Yeah, they've kind of turned that into it. It used to be you had to tell them. And now it's like, hey, anything goes. So, and then, god damn it, was it not Tatum? Yeah, Tatum Paxley. Yeah. Oh, right? Uh, yeah, that, I guess that's starting to get somewhere. You know, I don't really know what yeah. to say about that situation, honestly. Yeah. But it's like, even like, and we've done this before, and it's not fair, but even like the eight, the, NXT women are positioned far better than the AEW women. Uh, so, oh, well, even well, if it's just like goofy shit like this. Yeah, Tatum Paxley. Even if you know, again, this is not a she's gonna make the main event at WrestleMania kind of gimmick, obviously. But it's more of a gimmick than she's had up to now. Oh yeah. She never had a gimmick, I don't think. No. So yeah, so it's definitely no. more. Um, you know, it's a, it, yeah. it's establishing something and getting her foot in the door. So uh, it seems like a decent spot for her to kind of help out Lyra. Yeah, and then, like speaking of like, all right, so this this show actually showed AEW how bad they handled their women's division. The first match was the women's. Yep. I think wasn't the second match Tiffany Stratton. And, uh, God, what's oh, name? Fallon Henley. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, uh, the LWO versus the, the no quarter catch crew. Okay. I don't, I don't like that name. But <laughs> I, I, that name bugs the shit out of me. It's so long. Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my main problem with it. I'm like, okay, I get what you're going for here, guys, but. Uh, four words in a title, just like you lost me after the third one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <But laughs> that, like, that, that's yeah. all I can say. Yeah, the group, whatever. I mean, just whatever. That's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah. It won't. It won't make its way up to the main roster. It's just to give them something to do. That's fine. Um. Was... Yeah, but you were trying to talk about the women, and I sidetracked with that match yeah. that doesn't well, right, really so need to be talked about. Next. And, you know, that insane Joaquin Phoenix dive. <laughs> that was cool as hell, man. Uh, yeah, that was wild. Uh, that's uh, always... Uh, it's fun seeing the uh, the Cleveland guys uh, do well on the... Yeah. Kind of main roster at this point. Three-quarters roster. I don't know roster. if he was on the bump or not, but he was somewhere. And he's, he explained in warm-ups, this is what I want to do. I want you guys to stand back 20 feet. And they're like, What? He's like, trust me. And he goes, I did it. 
You know, I was able to pull it off. But it was not, it was sloppy. It didn't look anything like what we actually did. So, you know, so when we did it, it like, you know, it was kind of like the Randy Orton, Seth Rollins curb stomp. Like, they couldn't get it right, but they still, but they were able to pull it off, like, for real. Uh, oh. So, yeah. And I, I don't recall ever seeing something like that. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that some people mentioned that someone had done a similar-ish move. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I saw on Twitter someone mentioned that there was, uh, a, a similar, similar launcher gimmick, uh, out uh-huh. there. But yeah, this was the first time that I'd seen it. Wow, alright. Yeah, same, yeah, same. And I was like, what the hell just happened? So, yeah, that that was wild. Yeah, and that's why you don't do stuff like that all the time because it stands out. But uh, oh, what do I know? So, uh, yeah that that one was uh, that one was a fun one. Yeah, but yeah, I don't expect him to do like if he does that every match. Boy, would that shit get old. Well, it, yeah, it just ruin it. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be oh. special any respect no so. uh oh and uh you were already trying to move on to tiffany and fallon henley yeah uh you forgot about uh another women's match in between if we're trying to do a comparison to aew here i know i'm forgetting one what the hell roxanne perez versus yes. ariana grace yep which i i hate that ending that ending never made sense to me by the way you pin the person, but then they go, "Well, I'm disqualifying you after the after the fact," and then also reverse, or I'm just reversing the decision, even though the match is fucking over. What does that have to do with anything? That makes no sense. Uh, yeah, it already happened, guys. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's never made sense in the history of wrestling. It's never made sense. No. So, even as a kid, I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, that 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 was one of those logic holes that I uh, also found even as a child. Just like, huh? Yeah. So, but yeah, so you had that, then you had because that 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 was fine, you know, that was what it was supposed to be. Oh right, right. And but yeah, but then you have Tiffany Stratton. Yep. And then was that the last of the women's matches? Yes, it was. Okay. So three women's matches that were all. Like attractions too, and I know they have that goofy stipulation about being a farmhand or whatever. Uh, but yeah. the fact is, you know, still important. So uh, yeah, the the only thing that bugged me honestly about that match is I'm like, hold on, when would we when did we move from owning a bar to owning a ranch here? What? She's always been a country girl. I, yeah, I know, but also <laughs> they have est- well established that her family runs a bar. Um, they were going to get foreclosed on by Kiana James for Pete's sakes. Yeah, because farmers like to drink, dumbass. If, uh, uh, hey, that a farmer? Yeah, f- plenty. <laughs> More than you, trust me. <laughs> One does not simply live in Altoona and not know a couple of farmers. Uh, <laughs> I've been to farms. And I went, all right. And I saw how cheese was made. That was pretty sweet. Yep, cheese is pretty tasty. Send me in. 
But uh, yeah, well, I did kind of like that it's not going to be the heel lording over the baby face uh, as far as that outcome goes. Yeah, yeah. They kind of telegraphed it, which was fine too. Because it does, like the characters, it does make far more sense for Tiffany Stratton to be in hell than it would be for Tatum Paxley to be like, eh, okay. Oh, Fallon Henley, you mean? Yeah, whatever these dumb fucking names are. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, a lot of women on uh, on NXT this week. Yeah, yeah, I just got I just got Tatum on the mind again. Whole so. whole lot of women. Yeah, way far more than AEW in like pivotal roles. So, uh, yeah, and uh, I guess uh, what uh, what do you think about uh, Oba Femi here? He is our uh, NXT breakout star, sir. Big dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, just big dude. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I like him. Like, I feel like there's like a lot of raw potential there. Oh, you're goddamn right. There is raw potential. Raw is very, very true. But it's like, it's the first one we haven't really got someone polished. Like, Carmelo won. Okay. Uh, who won the other one? Uh, well, yeah, even with the women, like, I know Lola Vice won it, and she has more in-ring time, but I, she's still pretty new, all things considered. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Yeah, they're they're so, definitely going with the developmental end of developmental uh, with these uh, two winners. Absolutely, and that's fine. Like, I I don't know. I guess some stuff kind of got lost after a while. But yeah, this is developmental, man. And uh oh, you know, it, it's just kind of like, yeah, well, that's what's supposed to happen, and it doesn't need to be someone established, you know. So I was fine with it. Like I, nothing really stood out to me during it. The whole tournament. Yeah. Oh. Except, except for the one dude from Kentucky who has like Native American stuff on. I don't know whatever his name was. They uh, him and Alexis King were gonna have a feud, I guess. Oh yeah, uh, Bear Hill. I can't sure. remember what his first name is. Yeah, I don't know. So. You know, yep. it's... Of all the breakout ones, this is probably like the least memorable, only because there was really no one. Uh, yeah, I, that that's the only problem with having a developmental year is that it's hard to get too invested because you're like, oof, these uh, these guys need some time. Riley Osborne might have actually been the most polished person in that uh, outside Alexis King. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the the yeah. the last thing which is was running honestly throughout the show here, uh, Trick Williams has to uh, defend his championship chance uh, against Grayson Waller because of Carmelo Hayes. This stuff is getting so long winded <laughs> that it's very clear. Dragonoff's going to be out, and then they're going to fight it. What, New Year's Evil? Because there isn't one. Now, I'm sorry, not New Year's Evil. The um, Vengeance Day in February. Oh. 
Because there's nothing else for them this month, right? Like premium live event, there isn't anything. Uh, correct. Yeah, they they yeah. they will be off for a little while now in the PLE department. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, oh, okay, they're saving this. And I mean, kind of a dumb question, but Carmelo's got to be the one turning on him, right? Like, I mean, he even ran he ran down the ringside for no reason, like. <laughs> That is an impossible thing to explain, you know? That's one where it's just like, trick, buddy, here. Like, you're starting to get into dumb sting territory, pal. <laughs> yeah, he just hasn't turned on you yet, but yes. <laughs> you know, like, it, it. it's pretty obvious that he's trying to screw you over here, and for some reason, you are not catch, catching a lot of hints. A lot of hints. So, uh, so Trick, uh, would you like to join our group? Oh, what's it called? The Four Horsemen. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Who's in it? Everyone that hates you. Yeah, yeah, I'll still be in it. <laughs> and next thing, Trick will start wearing a trench coat and white face paint. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that that yeah, that's it was pretty. It was just like. Okay, enough. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's one where it, it's already been long term enough booking, and it, it, yeah, it's it's not helping Trick Williams uh, at this point. Like they've kind of gotten him to a good spot, but him kind of uh, being a complete idiot is is not going to help him <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely fair because that's what he's acting like. So. Yeah, well, especially after, like you said, like, this week should really be a dividing line for him. You know, it's one thing to, uh, you know, kind of be backing up your guy, but when he really does not listen to you, doesn't, does you zero favors, and honestly almost costs you the match. Like, there's no way to be buddy buddy with him full time at least for a little while yeah yeah <laughs> you know so he he's gonna look like a horse's ass if he uh if he goes for it i guess oh you mean when he when uh carmelo turns on him and no. uh <laughs> when he does finally take on dragon off yeah he turns on him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And that I mean, that seems like the right time for that to happen at this juncture. Yeah, because I mean, they're they're going to have a show at WrestleMania weekend, so you know, and that's where Trick and Mello finally go at it. You know, you can knock off Trick from TV for a few days, a few days, a few, few weeks. <laughs> yeah, a few shows. Yeah, and then he comes back with a vengeance, and you know, demands a match, and you know, all that good stuff. Because, I mean, it's it's kind of in Carmelo's DNA for the character that he's selfish. Uh, oh. So, like, he never really turned. The crowd just stopped booing him. Oh. Yeah. 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 So it's like, oh, okay. Well, he didn't really change anything about his gimmick. No. So, like, this whole, like, probably turn it on Trick thing, well, yeah, because he's selfish. Yep. It uh, it does check out. Yeah, and that's, and that's just how it is. 
that's just how it's going to be. So, <sighs> well, is that how this podcast is going to end, sir? Fucking right, that's how this is ending. Uh, I, I, I believe you said before, uh, before we hit the old record button, you are, uh, not drinking any adult beverages tonight, correct? No, I gave blood, so you're not supposed to. Uh, I, uh, I went light, uh, I'm not completely sure where this beer came from, uh, quite frankly, because it's, <laughs> uh, not one that I would particularly buy, I don't think, on my own, so I might have gotten it as a, uh, possible Christmas present, uh, slash possible birthday present from last year. Lord only knows. Uh, Wolf's Ridge Brewing Midnight Mimosa Tropical Beer Mosa, five point two percent alcohol, ten IBUs. Uh, yeah, if you like mimosas and you're uh, a brunch kind of person, this one's pretty tasty. It happens to have a uh, pink guava and uh, bright orange in it. It is not blood orange, so. Sorry, uh, that uh yeah, kind of like it. I mean, I do like uh, I do like me a uh, mimosa every now and again uh, these days. So uh, yeah, if you're kind of into that thing, uh, check out some Wolf's Ridge Brewing. Uh, they are uh, widely available in the state of Ohio. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, at Defrango 11's uh, Bell Time Beer suggestion for this show. Uh, he is at Granny Maze. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at uh, several other locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids. <laughs>